If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. August 22nd, 2022. Don't judge me, monkey. This is your co-host, John from Dallas, Texas, bringing you Skywatch. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order. And I want you to roll it over with one joint. No one's ever been brave enough to try that. One man is rolling. With my co-host, irredeemable to corruption. And the value of this I'll smoke it with you, bro. We'll go to the loony bin together. I don't give a fuck. Chris, how are you? Doing well, my brother. Doing well. Start this day off with some gratitude. I want to thank the world for our listeners. I want to thank the Heavenly Father for you as my friend. Uh, for another day of breath. So I start off with some gratitude and thank you, Jesus Christ, for me. And that's the only person that really gets me through my day. And how are you doing, brother? Doing well. Having rain out here in Dallas for the last three days has been really nice. The weather's been in the 80s. So I've been having some outdoor time. Had a nice weekend with friends and family celebrating life, love, and happiness. Um, And also, you know... Sharing the worldly experience with other people, overall ending up in a lot of disappointment that I didn't want to get into. Uh, but <laughs> I like how you built me up for that one. You know, that's what happens when you grow up around a whole bunch of privileged neoliberals. That's family. funny because it's like half of the time they didn't start off in that privileged society. <laughs> yeah, but they come up here and then they get brainwashed. They, they started off in the slums and they're, and they're over here acting all high class. <laughs> Family and friends of family, so similar stories all around. Everybody's from India, so and Mm -hmm. then getting the taste of American excessivism instead of exceptionalism. Well, I kind of have an idea with that a little bit too, is because you gotta remember before India was suppressed by Great Britain, they were a very wealthy country. Then there was it was Islamic part for a time, and really a lot of wealth and money. They were just like America at one point where they were into indulgences and the money and very like, you know what I mean? They were, yeah, I've, it, I've it's, it's in the culture. The English, the English made them look like these poor people that they're not. They've always been a wealthy country. That's colonialism. So I talked for about an hour last time and uh, you wanted to get into some things. I'm going to go with what I did this week. I spent Friday with my uncle. My uncle is a storm chaser. He, he literally has gone to Oklahoma. He was at Mount Lemmon just this last couple of weeks. He says he's, he's retired. He's a very good guy. We went from Phoenix, left at 5.30 in the morning, to Payson, uh, towards in the, in, the white, in the White Mountains. We started off there because we're, we're, we're looking for how these storms are actually uh, growing. We were looking for the big clouds to start off in the middle of the morning, and then they, they grow. So we went from, this is our day, I went from Payson which is on Highway 87, going up north towards the northern Arizona, east towards New Mexico. And then we went up towards Flagstaff to Strawberry, Arizona. And then for Strawberry, Arizona, we went to Camp Verde, which has a really big river that runs through it. 
it's it goes right through the middle of our state and it was flowing so rapidly this weekend because we've been having storms for the past two weeks in phoenix area all over arizona this has probably been the best monsoon season i've seen but i know it has to do with what we talked about on the show what was the temperature in in uh around you this weekend dallas Raining all weekend and a stable seventy degrees to eighty. So it was nor it should have been about about hundred and eight degrees outside, and it's been about ninety two. And everybody that's not from Phoenix is all these people. Let's just say Missouri and Michigan have all told me, "Wow, this has just been the greatest summer I've ever experienced in Arizona. Hasn't it just been so nice?" Because we've had massive amounts of cloud formulation over the cities. So let me go back to where I went from Camp Verde, where the river was really, really going really rough. Like, and I've never seen that river that going that fast. It's going to all tie into what I have going on too with our water problems that we're having in the world right now too. So it's the kind of reason why I feel that they're on storm storm seeding so much because, like I said, the Hoover Dam doesn't have anything like Glen Canyon Lake. The whole Southwest, which is the fastest growing part of the country, is literally waterless. You can't even water your grass in, in Las Vegas. You get fined. If you have a sprinkler system going on in Las Vegas in the daytime, you will get fined. You have to have a drip system. They're getting rid of all grass in Las Vegas. It, it makes sense. And it should make sense for future problems. Like the way we use our water in Arizona is showing that we could be like this in Las Vegas really soon. But they're not talking about it on the news. They're not telling us, hey, let's slow down so we don't have to get to something crazy. Because Americans don't like to cut back on anything. Yeah. And at Stone Lake, I started noticing these real clouds, real clouds, real the, the forming of a real storm clouds. And as they moved across the state into Sedona, where we were at, and then, then we went down to Cottonwood. So basically, I went all the way from the middle of Arizona to the eastern half, the White Mountains towards New Mexico, up to the middle of the state, right below the Indian reservations, all the way to the western part of the state. Back down through the mining country, Jerome, Arizona, Prescott, and all that stuff. This, and we hit two storms where it rained so hard. I'm talking, we're on the side of these mountains, and I'm talking, the rain was just coming down. It was like these microbursts. I was, and then even in Phoenix, two nights ago, there was a downpour. But it's crazy. It'll be like half of the city gets it. Like either Mesa gets it, and nothing on the west side, or the west side gets hit. And the Southeast Valley does it. It's it's like the city is so big for them to do the storm seeding. They have to do it in two sets because the storms don't come over the city. I was watching it as we come. That's where I was going to get into next. So from Wickham, from Prescott to Wickenburg, you, I started coming in towards the Phoenix, and I got if you go on our pod on our Skywatch the Instagram, I got all the videos from every place I went to, but the best videos I got were coming in from Wickenburg. So that's the Western part coming into Surprise, the Northwest Valley, there was a dome of white. Like my uncle couldn't deny, he he became a believer in me right away. Because as we were driving through the day, I would see jet, fighter jets even over not the city that were leaving little traces of a, of, of of the line. And the storms were going towards the they were the storms, the the cells that were formed naturally would literally gravitate towards the line of the of the chemtrail. So. A chemtrail line would go straight, and then you would see it, and then you would see the storm and the head of the storm actually moving forward towards it, like like if like if water were coming out, like it was like 
it was weird. Like uh, Mr. Uh, Fantastic from the Fantastic Four, like a stretchy, so weird. And he was like, Uncle's like, I've never noticed anything like that. I go, because nobody sees it. You see it starts to dissipate, and then it looks like a cloud. He's like, yeah, you're right. So when we came into Phoenix, the video's all of it. You would see there's two color different clouds, the silver dioxide and the real clouds. And then my uncle for one thing goes, wow, that cloud looks just like that cloud. That's not possible. Two clouds can't look alike. I go, yeah, they can. When they come out of a canister together at the same time. <laughs> I just picture, remember in the movie, the Simpsons movie, how they put a big old glass dome over in Simpsons town? Did you see that movie? Even if I had, for the people that haven't explained. The city was like chemical arson. They put a big old glass over it. It pretty much Phoenix. If you come in from the outside looking in, you'll see a higher blue sky. And then as you get on the outskirts, it kind of goes down the lower blue sky. But towards the city center, it's white. And then you have these silver dioxide clouds that are over it. They're keeping the natural clouds in. Well, it's it almost looks like, it almost looked like a, 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 a like if a glass dome had been placed over Phoenix and white smoke and nastiness was just filled in stuff like looking at what everybody's breathing. My nephews just barely started school just last week here in Arizona and he's already sick. To describe what you're seeing, the phenomenon about, um, you know, how different colors are coming up and how the sky looks bigger. It's basically all the heat that's generated from the buildings uh-huh. uh, creates another light, like layers of atmosphere. That's what it kind of looks like. Another, it looks almost like looking at another world. Like, Earth had another half of Earth on top of it. You get what I mean? Like if it was like a little, mm-hmm. it, was, it was weird. It was like a little dome of little clouds. It was raising. Yeah, so, the, so there's standard temperature and pressure. So when those things change, when you pump in electricity and have a whole bunch of people and buildings and a concentrated area, the heat goes up and can create bubbles and strange weather, which to me is a logical reason why you should, you know, see the sky so you can get rain in there and stuff like that. But damn, the way they're doing it is just disgusting and should be illegal because. Well, yesterday, actually, when there was one more storm I saw yesterday over the Indian reservation. I got a good video of it too on our, on our, on our Instagram reels. Uh, high Buja started over the, it was like one circular cloud that was really thick but like almost pancake like almost like you remember in Independence Day when the when the when the movie when the when the first big saucer comes in behind all that that fire and the cloud smoke when it comes over to go over LA it was kind of like that over the Indian reservation yesterday and then wow did we have the wind blowing and raining like it's been violent storms like literally every day that a storm hits in Arizona half the trees get destroyed people's roofs are gone like it's not we don't get storms like that in the desert so you're and saying the, the intensity is picking up? Yes, and the lightning. We, Arizona thunderstorms aren't really full of a lot of lightning storms, but I even was watching other people's reels of the storms here in Arizona that they were talking about, and everybody kept saying, look at those glitches in the – people were talking, and not even knowing me, these are just random people talking about seeing glitches and how the lightnings are forming. How it, it was – they're not lights, like lines like going through the sky. It's like the sky lights up, and then they'll just – does weird patterns it's not even the same electrical storm that you'd see and they last a lot longer i've seen ones where people actually have the electrical line like going for a long time like these storms are pretty scary 
But I also think that they help the economy since I am a door knocker. I know another big company that another big industry for door knocking is the roof industry, the roofing industry. The roofing industry makes so much money off insurance. Whenever a storm hits, an insurance claim is put out for that city where all the people in the world, all the people, business people know. So they come to that city and they do all the repairs of the insurance money that's, that's allocated. So if I were to go knock on doors for roofs, I could take $8,000 to find somebody to get to get a new roof. Would you try to investigate the insurance numbers, the claim numbers? I know. I know. All that. Hey. I got some friends that are. This is how they made their millions. They're across, they go to different cities and they get a crew together and they go knock on doors. And, you know, it's just kind of like, you, you know, they, the, company, the customer doesn't have to pay anything out of pocket. They just have to do an insurance claim. And if it's a deductible, well, guess what? They'll find a way to give you the deductible back because it's such a scam. How much money do you get? Like, even it could be, even as solar, we get a lot of money. Like for me, come on, if, if the profits between me and another person, if between the, we close a deal is $5,000, that's kind of a lot between split. yeah mar- marketing budgets for companies, right? No, no, that's not. Really As a person that knocks on the door, yeah, you're the, the person marketing. who closes it. Between the person who closes it, we both your get about twenty five hundred bucks, huh? Your sales and marketing, you you get yeah. paid a majority of the of the budget, like because there is no like movement of product without y'all. Yeah, you know, sales is just the crazy because you have you make the most money because you're the ones you're generating the things, but it doesn't really. We get paired completely unfair compared to people who are not in sales. Like there's people, those are people important. The people who put the solar panels on top are important too. It's that what we talked about last week, how we, we talked about how the, the reason why we take immigrants in this country and the reason why we cause wars and for there to be, what's the, what's the word I'm talking about, uh, refugees, is why we, when somebody's mom comes to this country with their child, remember what he said? They're pretty much signing the, your your first two classes of children to be indentured servitudes for the higher classes in this country. Uh, and on one level, absolutely. On a higher level, there's this economic idea that in order to compete with the Eastern Hemisphere, we're going to have to consolidate the North and South Americas into one mega country. I'm not saying I agree with it, but this is what has been going on, is that there should be no distinguishing like economic reasons between North America, South America, and all the countries in between, because that's the only way we're going to be able to compete economically with countries that do have that many people just within their own borders. Yeah, but this is the, it kind of goes into my next topic, then the water issue in the world and why the storms are happening. And so there's four places that drought is happening extremely bad right now. It's my area of the world. It's China. And uh, where's the other? Oh, Europe was having some issues. And in Africa, there's a couple places in Africa that are having really bad. But the places that are not, let's, put, let's read them out. Russia. Russia is, has by far the most water. Why do you think we fuck with them all the time? Because they really don't need anybody. They have the oil. They don't need. They have the. They have the trees. They have the resources. They really don't need. <laughs> but they need. They need to work together in this economy. When you have uh, the United States spending so much money on military budgets, they have to try to keep up, right? Just so they don't lose that land that they got. Brazil has water. These are these are places that are water rich. And Canada, Canada, Russia, Brazil seem to be. And the and the, actually 
the Himalaya mountains, but the Chinese have been damming uh, all the rivers. They from that's why they took over Tibet. The main purpose of China taking over Tibet was to have access to take to stop India's water, to stop the main the the river that runs through Vietnam and Cambodia and all that stuff, and the to the Yangtze because what they have 1.4 billion people they need water they have industries going off that take massive amounts of water they've been building so much dams on the Mekong River that the people in the Vietnam down the river can't survive the people down the stream in the Ganges are getting less water than they had before people are now using water as a weapon remember the poem Whitey on the Moon yeah so. They use half a million gallons of water for every space launch. Wow. And that's just with the the launching portion of it. The 30 seconds that they like to show on camera. Yeah. Which would melt the platform okay. if they didn't shoot up half a million gallons of water up into it at the same time. Oh, oh so they kind of like a barrier, like, like a cooling. but not- It's a big, yeah, that cloud that... Yeah comes off of every rocket launch and space launch is basically a steam cloud of half a million gallons of water just going up in the smoke. Yeah, so like... And know, so like, China needs to compete. They have space, like, they have space exploration. So each one of those bases needs, like, Yeah, but they can use salt water for that. They can use salt water for that. No, they can't. They can't. They can't. It needs to be fresh water? No. Because the salt would react with the fire and, like, melt into some carbon on the... This is, but there's something I... I heard years ago, I, I don't know, it's, you know, that it's old ancient Sumerian story. There's two goddesses of water. There's the goddess of the underground aquifers of fresh water and of salt water. Which I, I'm not, I'm not maybe saying this right, but in the past, uh, delusions or deluvians or yuga or yuga basically saying that water had been used in the past as a weapon. That's why there's oceans because there was a ruler who wanted to control water, who salted the oceans. That's interesting. This is Samaria. This is like basically a lot of the Bible stories, most every culture's religious stories are based off of the Anunnaki stories and the Elohim stories from the ancient Samaria. Abraham, the father of most religions, came from Babylon area. The stories that he came with were these ancient Samarian stories. So there's just so, there's some little truth I to everything, that, but what if that be a way of power to control like Hey, let's salt we, people. The salt because the salt servers just keep these waters fresh. So then, you know what I mean? Because that would be a way to make to weaponize something. I never, but I don't think that. Like, where would you get all the salt to make that happen? I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to get I'll get off that topic. But it does kind of go into the water issues. But yet, the state of Arizona in August was the most green I've ever seen it in my whole life. The whole state has green. This time of the year, the desert is every – usually when you go up north, every single sign says moderate chance of fire, extreme chances of fire. There's like a little like five different levels uh, for camping because we have a lot of camping out here. And usually you can't even camp. You can't have fires during, this, during the summertime when you go camping because it will start a forest fire. Wow. You couldn't start a forest fire if you tried in Arizona right now. There's every tree's green, every grass that's growing through the desert is green, every Palo Verde tree is green. Like it's a green state right now. It looks like Texas. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. No, it's sure I refuse to believe that. No, 
uh, well, you never really went up north too much, but the whole state up north, as you start going up towards Bro, the rim I went country, like four times. What are you talking about? As you start going up towards the rim country, I went even, to Flagstaff with Turbo Turd. I went to Sedona twice with my ex, and then Prescott once with uh, another roommate. Yeah, that, Flagstaff is above the rim, and Prescott's at the bottom of the rim. So, and then Payson's like right at the rim. That's kind of how it kind of goes. Camp Verde's right at the bottom of the rim. And you start to go up to the elevation. But like I said, all the pine trees are completely green. All the grass on the ground is green. All those little brush trees are green. Like it's, I went all those places where we normally go camping, like this places, and dish. it says no chance of fire. No, no chance of storage or forest fire. All the signs are like in the green for fires. It was actually pretty nice to see. I just, I don't know how these plants are going to keep growing with the way that they are making these clouds. Like I've been getting in. So the reason why my report isn't ready is because every single paragraph is just like them talking about a new way, which they're going to geoengineer the particles to mitigate the worst effects of these particles being in the sky. But what, isn't mentioned at all in the documents is what happens when humans inhale these particles bro it's straight up every single covid symptom is yeah. popping up in every I'm single you, that's why it's the particles. misdirection i've known this since day one that was the purpose of the mask I, I, I actually don't like to be knocking on doors right now because all day i'm outside breathing this shit in and part of what I'm reading is is that they're engineering these particles so small that there is no mask that works against these. You touch certain drugs, even, and it goes through your skin. You know, you pick up a little rock and it start moving it through your skin, and it goes into your bloodstream. You a drug test like that. Yeah, there's there's cops reporting fentanyl reactions through clothing and gloves and things like that, getting yeah. hospitalized. Yeah, it really is. But I, I, I failed a drug test before from touching something. <laughs> Back in my days before you knew me, yeah, I was thinking I was trying to cheat the system, you know what I mean? And I was still doing bad things, bad month things. I touched it and I was like, you know, I was like, oh, yeah. And then I went to go take a drug test and I failed because it goes through your blood. Skin is your biggest organ. And I, which, so, you know how we're talking about all this, the, the, the problems with this geoengineering, you're talking about all these different things. Do you know the stories of the Anunnaki, the old stories that they talk about the Anunnaki, why the Anunnaki were here and what they did, what the purpose of them being here was? For those that don't know, go ahead. Because allegedly from the stories of Planet Nine and Nuruvu, where they come from, and they, they it revolves around our, a star nemesis that we have is a binary star and it has an elliptical, whatever. Long story short is their planet was receiving, was getting hotter just like our planet was getting hotter. And they couldn't take their sun nemesis, which was too close. So they started spraying gold, like we're doing silver dioxide. It was gold dioxide that they sprayed in their air to, 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 to keep their planet from overheating. And that's why they were here to mine the gold that we had. Hmm. So gold is a particle that actually works, but yeah, we, we don't have enough gold. We couldn't afford. We couldn't afford gold, so we have to do silver dioxide. Because gold's the best 
and for everything. You know that. Why you why you think your mama buys the gold chains all the time? <laughs> Gold's where it's at. But so I think we're pretty much thinking, hey, how did the old Anunnaki stories talk about how they stopped when they had this problem? Oh, they if you look at Venus, the planet Venus, we can't look at the surface of Venus. Why? Because the clouds on Venus are so thick, so thick, you can't see through it. It's a barrier that covers the planet. We never talk about Venus. We're always like, look at Mars. It shows me the perfect thing of misdirection. What if, what if Venus has already done what we're trying to do and as we just have hidden that from us? Because nobody ever talks about the planet Venus and it's Earth's sister planet. It's more like Earth than any other planet. Well, who else is out here talking about anything other than Michael Jordan and Justin Bieber? Oh, well, those are the people that sold their soul. <laughs> uh, so let me go. So but what we're talking about, what we just said right now was what that uh, nobody's talking about that. I don't know Venus. But the point was, too, that our American Horror Story, it's, it's a show I didn't really care about at first. My cousin started to show it to me. Wow. American Horror Story is written by people who have done the dirty deeds and are giving disclosure. They know what's happened and they know all the dirty things in the world. They literally show the cruelness of how history really goes in a different thing. This last week was one about smallpox and how during the 17th or 16th, like right after the revolution, like, oh, 1700s, I guess, that people were willing to do anything, even eat the dead, uh, see projects. The way that men were acting or people were acting to try to make sure that they didn't get smallpox after losing their whole families was people were willing to try anything. It's pretty much the same thing with a shot. People are willing to look into what, they, what they're getting a shot for is just as long as it's not what they've seen happen to somebody else. And what American Horror Story did a couple seasons ago, which was the one that really got to me, which was last season. Uh, and this guy, he did a, a, something on this recently too. I love Paul Wallace was showing that after World War II is when we started seeing, after we dropped nuclear weapons, we started seeing the influx of UFOs. A lot of they came because we know it's just something they didn't want us to technologically blow each other up or something, whatnot. But they showed an American Horror Story that during that time of Nixon as the vice president and Eisenhower as the president, that aliens from another race, from another space, came to the americans this is this is the exact what i wrote down on uh, for the date it was february 24th palm springs california president eisenhower was declared dead of a heart attack because he was rushed to to the to the uh, base out there outside of palm springs 29 palms or something like vanderberg air force base and he had to go so but then five minutes later the report says Oh, he had a dental emergency that he had to go rush in the middle of the night to the Vandenberg Air Force Base on February 24th. So what they're saying is he met with off-world visitors. But what kind of negotiations would we have of my, a mouse with a lion? Like, there's no negotiation we would have with another, with a technically advanced civilization. So what they're saying is pretty much I'll let you get into your own details but that the United States and Eisenhower made an agreement to change exchange of people as test subjects for the off-world people in exchange for tech and 
Eisenhower was so afraid because they were going to kill every person. Nixon was the other person who knew all about this. That's when all these people started getting abducted. Started, in exchange for ten to 50,000 people per year, they would get tech. Because the people needed, the other alien race needed a way to be able to live on this planet because they lost their world. So for them to be able to hybrid a species. And for years, there's been a work on for them to try to make an exchange to make a hybrid human alien species for us both to live on this planet by not choice. Then why are we using such archaic means to cloud seed and geoengineer that have catastrophic effects on the environment? But wait, but wait a second. We're... Maybe we got, we got this information from, that's what they did. How do you think they did it on Venus? How, how would people be living on Venus without that cloud protecting it from the sun? How would uh, a Nerubu be able to support life if it wasn't, Maybe this is a plate that is used, and it doesn't destroy the atmosphere. It does work. It's just it blocks out the sun eventually, and it's not the best plate because whoever said that we're with the good guys in the Galactic Federation or not? Who never said – it doesn't say – because remember there was disclosure that they released – what was it? Kind of they were supposed to uh, – disclosure over the past 70 years was only nine pages. It was whitewashed only since 2004. So a U every six weeks, a UAV or UFO – is investigated by the United States government on American soil. It was only nine pages. They literally didn't talk about anything prior to 2004. Gave us nothing on it. Why? Because it's one of those things like we talked about with you on uh, Alex Jones last week. You said when people take they, what they do is they you wonder how you got 20 steps back when over time you win a foot and they just inch you back. They keep inching you back. They give you a little information, inch you back. So in 50 years from now. They're like, oh, no, we gave you the disclosure in 2004. We told you guys. Well, they, they've been talking about it a lot longer before that. It's been published in documents and whatnot. I think there's been a lot more than nine pages before 2004. I have books in my library that have documents older than 2004. No, you remember how they recently, last year, they, they, they left out their report. They put a report out from... But the report only went over from the U.S. government of this disclosure was from 2004 to currently. And it was only on things that were investigated by the Department of Defense. I'm just trying to say that that's all the report that it was, that was brought out recently was. Uh, it's only nine pages and it only grows to, since 2004. It doesn't talk about anything, any of the other stuff that's happened. But, you know, those are eyewitness. That wasn't government. It wasn't the government, our own government the information. Those were just other writers and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, Paul Wallace, if anybody wants to look that one, it was a really good one. It's uh, with, with the Eisenhower treaty, signing treaty with the Galactic Federation. Who's the Galactic Federation? Who's representing us? Like Hassahim Esaid, the Israeli uh, brigadier general who's in charge of their space program and whatnot. You know, he confirms this. And who knows more than Israel? Israel knows everything. They have Pegasus. But who is representing us? It's not the president of the United States. What is it, probably a Rockefeller or something? I have no idea. But we are not represented by any person than for us. It's definitely for personal gains. Uh, and there was other two names that I looked up. This guy's name is Eric Davies. He's from Baylor. And Jacques, Jacques Vallée. They're two people that have the most information on working with off-world materials. So reverse engineering, 
kind of like uh, the Lazar, Bob Lazar. These people were the people that actually have had an alien technology that they've been given to actually recreate or see how it works. And I was looking into what these guys have wrote. I mean, they seem very, very credible, but it also seems like another way of misdirection. All right. You know what I mean? Just kind of give us a little something. Because obviously, if we already signed a contract, a treaty, we already have things that already helped us. Look at like Operation High Jump when we went to uh, Antarctica. We were met by anti-gravity flying machines that were able to travel from pole to pole in the jump of an eye and took out half of our naval force. Admiral Byrd came back with his tail between his legs. It's, it's, I, I feel the same way about American Horror Story, Misdirection. Um, I, 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 American Horror Story, I feel that the writers of American Horror Story were people who are part of the New World Order. They are, but that's, they're giving you, because it's like what Disney does. They give you a fairy tale. They give you this movie. So you think to yourself, oh, that was just a movie. Oh, that was just a TV show. It's the misdirection makes it, when they put actual, the truth in front of your face, it makes it misdirection because you think it was just a movie. They would, if it well, was true, they would have made important, that. It's important to remember how early they try to show these kids these movies. Oh, they, all day when you're, it, went, it starts with the phone now when you don't want your kid. As soon you. as you're conscious, they try to put a Disney movie in front of you or a superhero movie in front of you to yeah. give you pre-exposure instead of true disclosure. And then when you see things as a kid, oh, I was just kid. That's just a kid's thing, you know. No, kids are create kids are kids are future adults that they're creating. I will just go back on to going that water is really being weaponized. It's being polluted by silver dioxide because if it's coming down in the rain and it's in the clouds, it's probably in our water too. Um, that scares me because water is everything in our body. It affects our blood. Our blood is the most important thing in our body. Our blood is the first thing that takes everything to every single part of our body. Our endocrinism is very important. And, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm just worried about that. And then if it's so mild, so tiny that you can't even block it from going into your pores of your skin, then how are they able to, to clean it out of the water? Did you hear what they did? Apple posted in uh, this week. I know you don't have. I don't, yeah, you have an Apple. It's a. Uh, you have to update the system, the iOS system, because if you don't update your iOS system this week, there was chances that it was really easily highly available for your your uh, phone to be hacked. I've heard them say, but like this, would, there was a really high uh, chance of it this week. There was somebody who did some type of thing or somewhere. And that they're really worried about and that you needed to update your system, which could be a false flag of some other reason for them to mess with your phone. I just know that I heard that report this week that it was very important to update the system to iOS. They're going to steal my last $10. Joke's <laughs> <laughs> on you. I already owed that to somebody. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my account's negative 50 bucks right now. But... What are you going to steal from me? <laughs> you already stole my freaking my the, thing, oh, the one thing that people stole from me is my ability to talk to my friends and family by programming them to not to be disbelievers and not have the time and the the winter energy and the willpower or psychic energy to actually look into these things and to be a fear. That, the, that's the only thing I think that they took away from me is having others to talk to. 
for me. The brains of my fellow Americans and family members and friends. You know, we need to do. I think that there's also places. I, so this is my idea. I've noticed where the clouds, when I see them really st- seeding, is behind a Stram Mountain, which is south of PAR Phoenix International Raceway, which is southwest Phoenix on the other side of this mountain. And there's desert. It's called Rainbow Valley. There's nothing out there. I feel like the clouds start a lot of time right there behind the mountain. So I want to know if there's these facilities, because I don't think that these planes can, can can generate enough of them. I wonder if there's like they have these facilities that have like somewhat like a volcano or like a, you know like a like the the reactor of a of a of a, a nuclear power plant that's pushing it up. Because there's two places I'm noticing it happens: the very far east valley or Paxi Junction, like the starting side of Mesa, and I see it on my side town in the farthest southwest behind these two. There, there's a mountain. Uh, ranges on both of those places and it always starts behind those mountains i want to do some research and wonder if there's some facilities that are actually pumping this out because i don't think they can do it enough with airplanes so they they mentioned two methods here and they strap jet engines to planes and rockets yeah and 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 i'm guessing that's why they're not using the b-52s because i would figure wouldn't they be using like the b-52s to do this like something bigger that's more Because they are using F-16s, because that's what's mostly out of Luke Air Force Base and the F-35s and F-16s. Yes, and they're flying specifically above, like, listen, listen to this. Uh, and the F F-15, uh, the F-15 Eagle, which is the one of the fastest planes, it's the dual engine one. They revamped it two years ago. This is the plane that came out. This was during the uh, okay, listen Iraqi. To, listen to this. A method as claimed in Claim 9, wherein the particles are dispersed in a concentration sufficient to cause statistically significant warming of the stratosphere and statistically significant cooling of the troposphere simultaneous with the warming of the stratosphere. I'm lost. (laughs) Yeah, it's limbo language that they use. And that, that one point is repeated like three different times. Because it's weird as it sounds like it does seem cooler and it does seem hotter. I don't know. It, it's both. It's, it's cooler and hotter. Well, kind of like what you were mentioning with whenever you looked at the city from far away and it created different layers. Yeah. That's exactly what they're mentioning right there. That if they disperse particles in one layer, that it's going to cause reflectivity of heat on yeah. one side and then um yeah, absorption those, those, on the those other reels on instagram will be perfect for that the one i just did of the last couple ones from it from leaving uh wickenburg you can see it like literally like i don't like pieces of aluminum foil scattered over the the dome of like the, you know what i mean like it was weird like the white cloud of real cloud and then the silver dioxide thin ones they were like kind of keeping it on like aluminum foil it was weird fine particles in the stratosphere the particles characterized by relatively low emissivity in the visible spectrum and relatively high emissivity at thermal infrared wavelengths. And they're getting better too because you know what? I'm even finding that at nighttime when they fly, you don't hear them. They're uh, not. They're not at nighttime when I'm when I, when they're seating when they're doing the skies in the early morning. Like let's just I think they start about three in the morning, and they're pretty much done by five getting the grid because it's they fly over in patterns like like a like a quilt you know what i mean mm-hmm. and they do it at different times and they'll, they'll go over the same thing and then it disperses it's like it's just seriously it's like sewing they're like sewing in the sky with their planes 
And the, comp the composition of the fine particles closely resemble a composition of volcanic ash injected into the stratosphere by the 1991 eruption of Mount Pinatubo in the Philippines. And actually, there was just one that just happened recently that they were talking about, and they said how it was putting silver dioxide at a normal hours in a normal amount in the sky. I think in a 535 was the year that was the worst in history because a volcano erupted. And worldwide famine hit. Uh, it was the coldest years on, and temperature out. Like really, that's they're just retrying to do that. <laughs> okay, so these these are four specific points in in the patent. A method as claimed, wherein fine silica particles include diatomaceous earth, seashells, and other uh, fossilized crustaceans, is what they're saying. And there's a lot of those. There are. Uh, and they grind them down between 0 0.01 micron and 10 microns. That's the engineer. That's the first step in the engineering. Then the second, the second step in the engineering is a method wherein the fine silica particles are heated as to lower their surface area. Then the next step is where fine silica particles are coated by a chemical protective layer that inhibit its chemical reactions along the surface of each particle in the stratosphere. That's where the silver and dioxide comes in and stuff like that. But we go further. Let's get deep. <laughs> I, this, it's a patent. This is as deep as you can get. Well, it, it, so somebody's also is making money off our misery, huh? <laughs> Playing God. Oh, and billions. Uh, so a method claimed where chemical protective layer includes at least one of calcium hydroxide or calcium oxide. Well, calcium builds up, gets built up and clogs up your blood. Oh, that's if you eat it. Yeah, but if it's falling in from, if it's falling from the sky and it's so small, it falls into our skin, then it will. That's, Oh, that's just one way. The, the worst way is if you Fogging breathe up it. our blood. No, it's if you breathe it, but we'll get into it when I'm done reading. Okay. Another method where fine silica particles include at least one of silica fume, fumed silica, or powdered quartz. And those range between 0 0.01 and 10 microns, wherein fine silica particles are treated so that they can efflorescence readily and have no more than low delinquences such that particles inhibit the formation of cloud condensation nuclei. So basically have no more than low they still want it to rain. Yes. Well they have to because we're water's the new gold. Uh no, not this rain. So they want it to rain because if these particles get stuck up there, then like you were saying, it'll look like Venus. But this is specifically designed to fuck with the water system. Okay. Uh, and that's one of the catastrophic effects that they talk about. That I'm that I'm saying that these methods are so like archaic. But I like when you uh, keep saying archaic because archaic <laughs> took over Babylon. <laughs> 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 so, um, I think I think that I should go stand in front of Luke Air Force Base with my signs and say, "Why are you why why are you causing me to cough, bro?" 
Seriously, I mean, we, go, we should go stand in front of Luke Air Force Base, and you should go right there in front of the one in front of uh, in Fort Worth, the, their, that Air Force Base right there, and be like, I thought you came to serve this country, not kill me. Yeah. But it's like we talked about indoctrination. It's like, well, you go to school, you grow, you want to be a doctor, you get to do all school, you pay all this money to be a doctor, and then you get to the end of it, and it's like, all right, you're going to join the group? You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna, you're gonna put your buy-in, whatever it may cost, the loved one, whatever it may be. Whatever, whatever you care about most is what they want your buy-in to be. And you're going you're gonna to get your muscle your way up. So if you're, your whole life you wanted to be an Air Force pilot and you finally get there and you're one of the only people make it and you're an Air Force pilot, but then they tell you you're not going to be an Air Force pilot unless you're down with the group, how many people do you think say no? When I put myself in the shoes of, you know, the Air Force pilot, I don't, I can't imagine them saying it like that. Well, I, I feel like it comes down in the form of like, oh, you have to fly this training mission. No, my, my grandfather was like, a F-4 Phantom pilot for 20 years at Tyler Luke Air Force Base. He's, he was very, he didn't like to talk about anything from Vietnam at all. He did not think highly of anything he did. As an Air Force pilot in Vietnam. Yes. He knows it was just a way of dropping bombs in places that didn't matter to spend American tax dollars. Is what he said? Yes. And yeah, create, and, create fear, and, and, ask for, and, and fear of communism. Yes. that's And that's, that's what I mean. Like The message that comes down is very different than what's actually happening like and there. The, and the Phantoms were the first su- uh, supersonic fighter jet they were the big boys they used to go 1600 miles an hour and he they were those they were the first ones testing at the higher altitudes so my grandpa used to always talk about at 54 he goes this is what he used to say as an asshole you know do you know why you have to wear a suit if you fly over 54 without he's from he's from mississippi he went to mississippi state <laughs> he's white boy from the mississippi state uh and went joined there so pretty much as white-blooded American as you could fucking possibly get. He says, because your blood will boil. Did a whole bunch of tests up there. We always were trying to figure out what the body could do and what it couldn't do at certain temperatures and G-forces. But, you know, they told me if one of those B-52s came out the sky that I wouldn't even be able to drive a lot more again. Do you think one of my B-52s ever came out the goddamn sky? Nope. I own my own transmission shop, don't I? <laughs> It was just some like egotistical ways of saying things, you know what I mean? Like to, but they pretty much they threatened them. They threatened my grandfather if things didn't go right that he would not have anything to 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 fall back on. He's to tell me that, like, but B fifty two fell out the sky. You won't ever even drive a lawnmower if they didn't do the mission didn't go right the way they wanted it to. Doing everything to a T, saying if you don't protect what our missions are in this bullshit war that when this is done, you won't even be able to get a job as a lawnmower driver. So those that don't follow the indoctrination, that don't follow the plan, even though it's not a good plan is you're doing bad things. Your whole life that you built for will be thrown to ashes. Okay. So then what are they telling the pilots here? Because there's no war going on. Like, over our soil because it's you got to remember by the time that you've gone to being a fighter pilot or when you're giving they're giving you an f-35 a hundred million dollar plane you are already that beta 
the whole time. They don't give the people that don't follow the complete orders that information. There's a small close group that gets all the information, and those are all the people that know what's going on, and they don't give a shit because they're at the top of the of the of the platter. They don't make more money than Fauci, though. No, but when they get out of being an Air Force pilot, where do they get a job at? Industrial military complex, a lobbyist. They make the big money afterwards. Yeah, then they start making more money than Fauci. Yeah, and I wanted to be an Air Force pilot. They're some of the most smartest and brightest people, but they do what they're told. I think that negates them being smart and bright. <laughs> and, and, and they all... I'll tell you this. They all, I've never seen. I don't. I only know one black pilot. And he's one of the whitest guys I know. <laughs> it's my friend. Uh, he was. He was in the air. Uh, not in the air force. He was in the navy. He actually flew with that girl who ran for senate in Arizona last year. They don't pick people that are not like my grandpa. That are pretty much seventh generation white class people that want to keep things the same the far right you know what i mean they don't have open-minded people really taking those jobs uh, that hazing makes you act different you know that's why yeah. I he's one of the whitest people like when you talk to him you would, on the phone you would thought you were like if you would never seen his face or anything you would think you're talking to a white person on the phone and that is the only black person i know that's ever floated fly that's floated a plane in this country and every other one of them just like my grandpa from mississippi type person <laughs> sort of got started on jehovah uh, I, I put a little song. I think we'll just take a little bit of a break and okay. then uh, get into my documentary all over again. Check this out. The paradigm of absolute control. And that's why we're just out here doing simple things, pointing out that we're meant to be in nature and be natural. And this is where we find the source that God made to transcend the new world order. And that's why they want to try to keep us out of it. I'm angry. Listen to that about 
the part about them stinking of sulfur, it's a metaphor about how much they lie. You know, when you say, oh, you, your lies reek. Yeah. So the point about that line is that when they were in power, I don't know if you remember, Hillary Clinton was Secretary of State at one point. Well, and well, the lies it, were just... It, it talks in the Bible that, like, God can smell the soul of wretchedness. You know what I mean? Like, the lies and deceit. I mean, a lot of people take that the wrong way. Oh, you're saying you, they smell because they're women and black. No. It nothing to do with that. So, about the people that get promoted and up and the ones that they don't want moving forward are hierarchies of... They're outcasted, look, made to look like they're psychopaths, they're... Their past has been documented, so the fact that when they do go against it, that they can be put out, outcasted. Mm-hmm. And all they're, this stuff is starting to come out now. So. They're docu- they document you before, they become your friends beforehand, and they get all this stuff out of you, and they have it all saved and stored, so when you go against it, that it will be put out against you. Yes. <laughs> there's a whole thing about whistleblowers and how we treat these people in our society. You know, homeless vets are dying all the time. Um, they say suicide and homelessness, but I think it's honestly desperation and impossible situations put onto them by just being ostracized or then wanting to get back in and the gross evil things they'd make you do under that under those circumstances. But thankfully with the internet and the advent of, you know, blogging, vlogging and all this the message actually made its way across the ocean to England. Like that's the most mind blowing part about this whole thing is that there was a 25 year old kid in England who heard all about how there's a town in Arkansas. That's the most racist town in America. So all he gets over there is just videos of, um, an opinion. There was a vice documentary during the black lives matter riots that, uh, someone walked the streets and there were notoriously bad interactions that got globally famous for this one particular spot of Arkansas. Five, six years after those riots, this kid on the other side of the planet gets these videos and decides to drop a visit. He's like a vlogger, YouTuber, not important for the report. So he he takes a flight to the rural part of Arkansas where all these things are going down and he starts walking the streets, just talking to people. He's he's a black man. Dude, it's hilarious. So he's medium dark skin. He's like six foot two to five. And then (laughs) he's he's an independent like creator. But the way he convinces people is with his British accent in Arkansas. And then he tells people he's the BBC, not with, and people, people are, you know, shocked by the initial interaction and talking to someone so different that they don't catch that he's not saying with BBC, like he's saying he is the BBC and then across the screen, yeah, (laughs) yeah, across the screen, he writes what he actually means, but they don't catch it. They don't think, they think that he's saying he's with the British broadcasting company. And so they just start, people talk to him left and right. 
And what he discovers is that um, there's essentially no racism in that town. It's everybody's really decent. Everybody's nice to him, like, and giving him directions and showing him around and stuff like that. And to at one point, he even just ends up in like, walking around at night looking for a bar and finds a game shop and they're hosting some kind of D&D night. And they invite him in and, you know, get into it and confirm a little bit of what he's been hearing about how it's not the town that's racist. It's the town next door. (laughs) Because the ex-grand wizard of the KKK lives there and buys a whole bunch of billboards to put up in their town to drum up political situations and nonsense that the next town To make it seem like it's mainstream because he's able to control a smaller group, that area. Because people that live in Arkansas don't leave Arkansas usually. And we're talking small, small town, and then the even smaller town where the ex-Grand Wizard lives is, like, only 100 people. Uh, so, and how he, how he did that, he just, he was driving around and saw, like, these billboards in the rural town, like, in the, in the main town that he flew into where it was supposedly all the racism, and all the citizens were like, yeah, that's not us, buying those billboards and putting up those messages about how gay people are going to hell and all that kind of shit. Yeah, that's not us. (laughs) It wasn't them. And they pointed him in the right direction. I want to say something real quick because this just happened to me this week. My cousin Lisa was making fun of me recently. Not making fun of me, but saying she couldn't be around me because she said I post too much religious stuff. And and I don't even talk about, you know me, I don't talk religion or force it on anybody. Ever. But I'll speak my piece if I have, there's something, I'll say something. Well, she was telling my other cousin that, and this week, my cousin yesterday told me, he goes, guess where Alicia just came from? And I was like, where? And he's like, well, Stephanie, her, her wife, went to, went to uh, Tennessee. I go, why'd she go to Tennessee for her? Well, I told you she got really spiritual lately, right? And I, she went to Tennessee to go be exercised to not be gay anymore. So she's no longer a lesbian anymore. I don't understand that. That's something I don't really believe in that type of thing for that like she she was told she took to go get an exorcism for that no the wife went to go get herself exercised from the catholic church holy shit because she's she didn't realize she she got real spiritual she's like i shouldn't be gay i don't know why i'm gay i must have a demon in me so and so my cousin Elisa and her are now getting a divorce yeah that's not gonna help your relationship <laughs> no and I thought that when you said that, like how that they tried to force, like, like, yeah, it's kind of a little much. It's it's going on for sure. It's divide and control. So kids going around, this guy is going around just simply word of mouth, asking around for this guy, right? And he ends up on like the east side of the original town he flew into at a Walmart and asking around there. Some people start dropping the name of like oh yeah it's thomas rob who's buying all the billboards and he lives on zinc road in zinc arkansas two first last names you know what that means uh but as soon as that started happening 
they have on video people confronting them just like coming out like the song says like from underneath rocks and just like hissing and spitting at him and telling him like you better like turn away boy type of stuff uh just in walmart like as soon as it was happening and then people like eyeing them up and making phone calls but luckily they weren't fearful at all and just followed up with it just kept on pushing and ended up on this dude's front door like <laughs> at his actual house and he just like walked through you know people just leave their gates open and stuff like that it's only a town of a hundred so he just walks in starts knocking on the door hollering around like hello is anyone home like i'd like to interview you i'm with the b i'm the bbc <laughs> And the dude, the big black cock. (laughs) Yeah, the dude, the dude Thomas Rob, like, does end up like pulling up on an ATV, and he's like, "You need to get out of here. You weren't invited. Like, get out of here." Oh, I just, I'm just here to do an interview. I'm from the UK. I'm the BBC here to try to make a documentary about how the KKK isn't racist. You're doing what now? Yeah a documentary about how the KKK is not racist. Oh, yeah. Here, take my number. Let's schedule an interview. Yeah, he actually does a damn interview with the KKK Grand Wizard. And he's running a church out there. Reminds me of Clayton Bigsby on- from the fucking Chappelle show. <laughs> Remember the, the 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 blind racist? He was ended up being black, but they Chappelle did that whole thing. It was like in Arkansas. <laughs> Clayton Bigsby, he divorced his wife because she was a and lover, because he didn't know he was black his whole life. Because <laughs> he was blind. Dude, he exposes them. He makes so much fun of them. I'd recommend everybody watching it. It's a hilarious documentary because he just absolutely like clowns this guy. Because during the interview, like one of my favorite jokes, I'm probably gonna ruin it. Are you intimidated by the other? Cl-? He's asking Thomas Rock. Are you intimidated by the other clans? And he starts listing off. Like he starts saying like clan and thomas rob was like oh no 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 we don't have any like rivalries or anything like that like we're not an army but the clans that the guy was talking about were like online gaming clans like are you intimidated by phase clan and these other people <laughs> like esports teams <laughs> that's pretty funny <laughs> it was hilarious what well, actually no did you know do you know what the Ku Klux, you know what the KKK starts it from? It's actually, yes. it actually derivates from Mexico. It's, it's it's the. I remember I always talk about Quetzalcoatl, the priest of the, the priesthood of the of the plume serpents. It was the priest, the priestly people of of the Aztec Empire and the Mayans. It's the clan of Quetzalcoatl or Quetzalcoatl, Quetzalcoatl. The clan of Quetzalcoatl is the actual the real name of the KKK. They learned all of the readings from the, the Aztecs, and the Aztecs were very racist people too. They killed, uh, blood sacrificed everybody around them uh, for their for their great. They basically, their indoctrination and their playbook has a lot to do with those ancient teachings of Quetzalcoatl. Uh, but when, they didn't use it for racism. They're just using this ancient knowledge and using it in a different way. Because America... 
is that the, what they used to call America and Aztec was the land of the plume serpent. As we discuss constantly, these people don't get new ideas. No, yeah. after after that interview that that Nico did, uh, he went back to the UK, and I think uh, one aspect of this documentary was very horrible. He didn't um, at all anonymize the people that helped him. Uh, the people that like drove him around and like uh, supported his effort, like the locals of the next door town that helped him. He didn't do anything to blur out like the name of the shop or who the person was. So that's just bad news waiting to happen. And that's my only criticism of the situation. This kid is pretty interesting because his the rest of his story is straight out of a black mirror episode where he's a youtuber that runs for some city council no i think he was running for mayor of london after sadiq khan so or lost to sadiq khan and got fourth place just being like a 25 year old kid who wears children's sunglasses it's remarkable because our friend won fourth place and beat the candidate like Michael Bloomberg, who was trying to come in with all the money. And that's straight out of a Black Mirror. Well, in the Black Mirror episode, the candidate wins, and then the country's run by a fucking animated bear or something. But in real life, we're not there yet. So he lost. For, I wouldn't call fourth place in beating the Michael Bloomberg of the UK a loss, but uh, that's what this kid ended up doing just on the internet. So I thought that was an interesting rabbit hole that Facebook randomly took me down, uh, because they just show me the random shit. Dave, you know how you were talking about like the algorithms and how you, if you block out all these things, I know it's true because when the people who stole my Instagram and whenever I do get to log back into it for a second, my whole algorithm is now of somebody who's like probably from like West Africa. <laughs> like the commercials and like i can tell it has to be a black person from africa because the whole commercial system the different things is all different on my instagram now and when you created our instagram for our skywatch i have a lot more indian people than i would if it was me creating it it just had naturally happened that way i don't know how that's happening but how do, uh, like how do they know they are feed on most of the people that it goes it goes to india because i've been talking to some of the people and they're, they're all in india and that was weird about why are they interested about in what's going on here? <laughs> Western capitalism is affecting everybody. Well, that's basically it for me. How about you? Does anybody want to call in? Just any questions, anything like that? Just throw it out there. Um, like I said, most of these things will come to you spiritually. Uh, things will make more sense. Akashic records will come back to you. Uh, if you do these things, like Zoroaster said in Jesus, you had to go spend 40 days and nights in the desert. Zoroaster spent 10 years. Will, you call it in? Mm-hmm. Will's calling in. Let's kick Will in. Wait a minute. Hey, Will. Uh, there you, you know, go, brother. We got you. Good to hear from you. Hey, but first of all, uh, it reminds me of um, uh, the Twilight Zone uh, episode, uh, Serving Man. What you guys, what you were starting with. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but um, check it out. Once you watch it, you know what I'm talking I'll about. I'll check it know? out because, like I said, like the American Horror Story is kind of like that. Now, I really feel that American Horror Story, the American Horror Story, 
was written by indoctrinated people because they talk about how take like the vampires taking these pills that they get all this creativity and that's what separates the real writers from those lowly people who can't get jobs and then they became outcasted and the, yeah it was it's like some real every episode is a little insight to reality actually from what i've known from working with the darker side for those years so i'll definitely check that out bill i think we lost him oh uh, speak gabriel's been in here for a little bit how are you doing gabriel <laughs> gabriel's chilling soaking in the knowledge yeah, yeah. no I, I i've been listening to a lot of other people's podcasts lately because you know i see people listening to ours and we have a great community out there uh so like i've called in i've actually called in on two podcasts now only like i i really can't tell my time the guy actually just let me talk for a long time i wasn't even talking about what he was talking about because bill was talking and i kind of cut in there a little late it was right before ours I, he listens to us for the first. He was actually our first listener. I listened to his podcast earlier before this one. He was talking about there was a Noam, a Noam Chosky thing about how pretty much what, what went down over there in Central America during 1992. I, it was pretty good stuff. So, Economic yeah. hit. Yep. So any pieces of the knowledge I'm going to hear from others that are listening to us the same, I would like to hear what you guys have to speak on, even if it has nothing to do with what we're doing. But what I will say is we do all have the same problem that we are all breathing in terrible things we are all getting sick we are all fearful of each other and we all have the ability to fix things we just need to all come together at least one by one two by two three turns into six six turns into nine three six nine let's do that thank you all so much for listening again this has been another episode of skywatch Look out for it on all platforms, and whenever I get my shit together, you'll see our support links. And if anybody has any information they could put in our comments right there, if you want us to look at what you guys talk about, or if you have anything to say, go ahead and put it in the messages, and I'll come check you guys out like you showed us support. One eye in the sky, two on real life. And keep on vibrating high. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Crashing through the lies and disinformation.